a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. Thanks for um, for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line will be Paul Curry, AMA Rookie of the Year one year. Uh, did some really good things at races and uh, was a really funny guy to hang out with. There's a lot of Paul Curry stories out there, and uh, he's a good dude. So hopefully you'll enjoy this. Thank you to Fly Racing. Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Justin Brayton wearing Fly Racing, Weston Pike still running Fly, Damon Bradshaw wearing Fly, Fly Racing uh, USA. Please uh, check them out, flyracing.com. Go to your local dealer from the boots to the helmets to the gear. And by the time you read this, they will have the light uh, kinetic mesh, light, just called kinetic mesh, will be out and available, and it will debut at Daytona Supercross. So thanks to those guys for making this podcast happen. Thanks to Maxis, Maxis Tires, Alex Ray, AJ Cantonzero, using Maxis Tires out there, MXSTs, developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath, and uh, used by AJ Cantonzero and Alex Ray in Supercost. So it's got, uh, got some good pedigree there. If you're looking for a high-end tire, please check out the folks at Maxis and uh, Mountain Bike Tires as well, great great ones uh, up front there. Renthal as well, the Fat Bar 36 is out and uh, doing well and winning with Kenny Roxon. So that's the latest and greatest invention from the folks at Renthal. 7 8 bar, twin wall bar, the fat bar. They've got it all at Renthal. Hashtag Renthal, hashtag we build championships. The winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century, Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of the sport, amassing more titles than all competing brands combined. They have uh, over 222 U.S. titles and 213 world titles. Jesus, that's a lot. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning in 1969. So thanks to Renthal for coming on board. All right, here we go. Uh, Paul Curry talking about his career in the sport, riding for Plano Honda, riding for Moto Triple X and more. Let's get going, shall we? As promised on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, Catching up with a, an old friend of mine, I've known him for a long time, and uh, I'm surprised we've never sat down and done one of these podcasts one-on-one, but it's time now. Paul Curry, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Steve? You I can't so- believe anybody's <laughs> listening to you do this. <laughs> you, so, you so don't want to do this? That's awesome. That's the best part of this. No, no, I'm excited to do it. I don't know if we have enough material to talk about my career, but... <laughs> <laughs> some other stories that are probably way better anyways <laughs> yeah yeah really wow i've got some stories uh from our group of mutual friends and i'm gonna ask you true or false and uh <laughs> oh man <laughs> well, they're all they're all pretty i have kids now steve <laughs> no no they're all pg we made i made sure they're pg okay. ones yeah 
So I wasn't involved. In <laughs> right, right. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Um, so uh, what's going on now with you? What's happening? You're down in Florida? Yep. Yep. We live, I, uh, my wife and I have two daughters. We live in Sarasota, Florida. And um, I started a kind of like a home automation security company, audio video stuff. It was similar to kind of what my parents did growing up. Mm-hmm. And and um, the last few years, it's grown to be pretty good. So um, now Red Dog told PC systems, and I'll give you guys the phone number and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, if, if someone wants a deal down there in, in Sarasota, uh, just mention Pulp MX for a discount. Yeah, with uh, Pulp dash ten percent. Yeah, there we go. You'll add ten percent if you. <laughs> uh, how come Red Dog told me it usually takes you two or three times to get a system correct though? <laughs> uh, he always says that but um man i'm probably not the best at it in the world but i've hired some amazing guys so yeah you know i'm uh, i'm i'm decent uh no it's good i'm glad everything's going well uh you don't ride anymore right no no i don't ride at all no nope. but was there not a mini comeback like two years ago as in you got a bike three years ago yeah, well, like at some point yeah, yeah two or three years ago i got a bike and i got it from through geico the geico team yeah and uh i don't know i rode it probably four or five times i never washed the thing the first three <laughs> times i rode it it was like re- leaking radiator fluid so i would just pour water all over the bike to cool it down when i got that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what i i never i don't really like I don't want to work on a bike, you know. I mean, it probably yeah. sounds kind of spoiled, but I never really enjoyed that part of it. I just kind of <laughs> want to ride it, and put it away. <laughs> um, you hadn't really raced many four strokes. I think Star, maybe your last year at Star, were you on a four stroke then? Yeah, like, that was it? the the yeah. last year in '03. Um, is the first I rode a Yamaha, and that was. It, it was really good, but the bike, man, it, it would stall, and I could never get the freaking thing started. So I just <laughs> so it you're, was, it you're, drove me crazy. Your introduction to four strokes isn't good. Like you're just like these yeah, like are 28 pop. kicks every time I did it. <laughs> that's the start the thing. So you rode the Geico thing three or four times and sold it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of my friends, little brother's buddy, was like, "Oh, you want to sell?" And I was like, "All right, sure." I mean, I hadn't ridden it forever, so. <laughs> So that was it for the comeback. That was it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, I don't, you know, like you don't want to get hurt or, right. you know what I mean? It's And riding those stupid things, eventually it happens. So. Uh, were you at, were you at with, out with Truman when he weeded himself on the, on the Cowie? <laughs> yeah, that was like my uh, fourth time riding. He, I literally, by the time I got my gear off, he already KO'd himself. <laughs> I, I mean, bad. I literally was It was bad, dressed. right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like he'd ridden the track about a half a lap. And he just—I don't know—I think he was confused as to where he was at. <laughs> yeah, and over jumped the table. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was two separate, totally jumps. I don't think they were supposed to be combined. You know, <laughs> yeah, I was literally—I rode in behind him, and I just see him I'm like, "Wow, dude!" And all I see is him hanging in the air and like lands, and he just explodes <laughs> on impact. <laughs> You're like, "Okay, I'm done." I'm done. I got a half a lap, then I drive him home. Yeah. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Well, no wonder why you, you gave it up. Um, yeah. The alarm business and all that, uh, I got a new house a little while ago. 
it's got the nest things in it you know um yeah that's where stuff and i got i got vivant and i got a nest and uh, i got oh yeah. god dude like <laughs> I, n- nothing works sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't oh you can control everything from your phone except you can't oh curry <laughs> i just yeah trouble yeah well we do similar type ones like that like our not i don't want to say lower but introductory type stuff because that's all stuff like consumer base and then mm-hmm. we have like you know super high-end stuff we use a brand called control for that automates and audio video all ties them together but yeah i was surprised that you were doing this and it was on the internet because i was like how does he figure out how to put his voice on the internet (laughs) (laughs) how does that work clearly you paid someone to set this up uh well watson came in and done it did it all for me oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a good combo (laughs) yeah um have you talked to Watson at all? Do you talk to him at all? Your old team manager? No, I haven't. Um, I haven't talked to him in forever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I th- I think I seen him at when I went to a race a while back. I seen him, and uh, I I've, I hardly talked to anybody really from the sport. Um, do you follow it though? You still watching it or following yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I still watch it. Uh, the West Coast ones are on so late. I usually watch them the next day, but usually I watch the race. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on it? Pretty exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I think it. I think it's changed a lot. You know, when when I raced, I mean, these guys are like, you know, they got a trainer and they got a riding coach, and they're, you know, like they're they're seeing which how many feet they go around a corner to get to the next, you know, obstacle and stuff. And it's like a, it's kind of like a science now. I don't know. I don't think it was quite as serious when i raced no for me it, anyways <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if anybody was not taking it less seriously than you when you raced <laughs> yeah. um so for some reason i was always like i ended up you know at a place where i probably shouldn't have been where it was like all the mechanics the riders weren't supposed to be going and doing those types of things <laughs> right 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 um yeah well that, that ties into one of my stories that i gotta ask you about but um <laughs> Where's your AMA Rookie of the Year plaque? I actually kept two trophies. Okay. One is that, and the other one is my first trophy. It was the uh, 1989 80 Beginner at Dade City third place trophy. No way. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. 1989. Yeah. Um, well, that, no, it's cool. You got Rookie of the Year AMA. That was a big deal. You know, it's, it's pretty cool that you did it. Um, yeah. So uh, you were Team Green coming up. When did you... When did you uh, so eighty nine? You're on eighties. Uh, Red dog. 80 began, yeah, I, yeah, that's when I just kind of started racing and riding. So do you yeah. do you meet Tishner and Red Dog like as a kid? Then kind of. They're I mean they're not much older than you. Well, Red Dog isn't anyways. But do you meet them well, as a kid? No, not really. What I mean, I I kind of I started late. I don't think I got a bike till I was like twelve. So um, that's when I was riding. Started at going to like Thursday nights practice and stuff at Dade City and racing some and then i just kind of got totally hooked on it and i was you know kind of obsessed with it so mm-hmm. i would ride all the time ride all the time we built the track on a property and just um started slowly getting more and more into it when did you so that date city thing obviously but you know you also started doing loretta's and ponca cowie gets yep. you some support as a team green guy when do you start thinking like hey like i can maybe make a living at this or I, this is what i want to do <laughs> i don't think i ever thought that to be honest with you <laughs> i literally like it was just like i was racing loretta's so i yeah. was like you know decent and then i then i started like the b class i was like second third 
Um, and then I rode a class second, third, then I, the next year I raced some pro races and outdoors and then rode the mod, um, you know, back then, which would be like the, whatever it is now, the modified class was like yep. guys that were racing pro and still doing some amateur stuff. So I really didn't have like a plan. My dad didn't ride literally for the first like year that we raced, we would leave after the first moto. Cause we didn't even know there was two motos. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, we packed up that, that 80 beginner trophy. Why we packed all up and I went up there to get the trophy and they're like, you gotta ride second moto. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? Second moto. Ah, so, so did you, didn't really, so your dad didn't, like goal. your dad didn't get you into it. You somehow saw a motorcycle and said, dad, can I try that? I guess. Cause I, you know, everybody's dad rides and that's how they get into it. Yeah, no, he didn't ride. He, he got it. We lived kind of on some land, um, in Naples and he got my brother and I dirt bikes for Christmas. Oh, okay. And that's just kind of, I went to the grocery store with my mom and seen a, a magazine that they're racing. I was like, oh shit, they race these things. Right, right. Oh, okay. So, so, so even as an amateur, you're like, ah, oh, let's try to take this as far as I can get. I, I would guess, huh? Well, we, I never had like an end goal of what I was going to be doing. You know, I didn't know, but I mean, I started to get, you know, I was doing some of the pro races and getting probably like top 15, top 20, mm -hmm. um, and then riding some of the Loretta's and stuff like that. Um, and then like Kawasaki was like, you know, what are you going to do next year? I was like, you're going to race all the pro stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, I, I, yes. <laughs> I remember when they, they mailed us like the AMA letter saying, you know, that you were pro rookie of the year. And I was like, this is so weird. I don't see why they have me. They sent me this letter saying that I was the pro rookie of the year. Like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> I didn't even what? know what it was. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, we did. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, so was there any talk? Okay, again, like, you, you, don't, you don't know this, I'm guessing, but was there any talk of putting you with Peyton's team? Uh, anything like that? Like, was there any I don't, home for that for I, you? I thought that maybe they, I think back then they were taking some, yeah. some of their, like a, like one team green guy. Yeah. yeah they would take Woodrow would like or a, Andrew Short uh, or yeah. Right. They would get yeah, shots so out. What, but it was probably, I don't know who was in the running. I thought maybe I could, but they had, that's the year they took Casey Johnson. So he was a big pro circuit guy and he, he was probably a better choice anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what was your first year? Doing pro was that just full privateer with with Cowies? Yeah, so then yeah. I had the first year ninety five or ninety six. The um, team Green still supported me and stuff, and yeah. I just kind of went around and did you know a lot of the races. And your dad had the alarm company the whole time, like a self self employed alarm business. Yeah, able, yeah, because I remember him at a lot of races. Like he would, yeah, he would be at a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, he he was. Yeah, he was he was my mechanic for most of the time right. starting out. So he would always, uh, you know, work he, all week, drive all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of like you know who does that, that now? Gare Gare Bear Gare Chisholm. He's an animal, dude. Uh, he's still doing it, dude. He's an animal. He's just always there. He's working all week. He's at the races. He's in the mechanics area with a greasy T-shirt. It's just he's just an animal. I'm, yeah, I I'm surprised my parents did that all that for me. To be honest with you, it's like, <laughs> I mean, now I'm having kids. It's just like, jeez, man, what, I can't believe they do all that. Do, do you do you want to get them into riding or no? No, no, no. no. Uh, I didn't really. It, it's so dangerous, and I mean, I don't know. 
Is your is your wife into moto at all? Did you meet her at the track? No. Anyway? No, no, no. So have you ever put on no. a video, like trip Moto Triple X video, or, or like have been like, hey, this is <laughs> no. me? Uh, I don't really like, you know what I mean? It's, I, when I got done with it, I was just kind of like done with it, you know what I mean? Like I don't really, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't really like have my helmets hanging on a wall somewhere <laughs> or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so safe to say, uh, Curry, you're not living in the past, safe to say. <laughs> no, I, I mean, when I quit that after that race at Daytona, when I quit, I don't, I didn't look back at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> So you're just a full privateer until Triple X picks you, picks you up? Yeah. So yeah. 97, I was kind of going to some of the, you know, the races. Yeah. And I um, I was buddies with Brian Swank. And we would ride up there some of his place and stuff because he had a supercross track and stuff. And um, I got in with Kenny and, you know, they kind of started taking my bikes to some of the races that year. Yep. And then, um, and then '98, we did like the whole year with Triple X. Signed you to a big deal, I'm sure, a big contract. <laughs> a lot of zeros involved. <laughs> um, when do you meet? Well, only zeros, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys had Pro Grip gear, I think, that year. Um, yeah, yeah. When, we did. when do you meet Red Dog? How do you meet him? I, um, I mean, I, I think, I don't think I even really knew him when I was racing. He was like one of the top 125 guys yeah. at that time. And then I think I started, um, I, we, I knew, we knew each other, but we weren't like buddy, buddy or anything. And I think we started, um, riding together some, I would come up from Naples and ride and, and then, um, the, like the off season before it would have probably been 99, um, him and Evie had just gotten married and asked me if I would come up and train with them and live with them yeah, and stuff like that. And it worked out great because I wasn't that good. And I, I needed to see what somebody else, you know, <laughs> that was one of the top guys, you know? Yeah. Well, this but was... I was really, a really hard trainer. So I think they like that, that maybe I might push them a little bit. I think. Yeah. I, you know, I remember you training a lot. It seemed like you, you burned the candle on both ends a lot. Is that true to say? Is that like, yeah, you I, had a good time, I but you also it. worked hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely did. But I, I always, you know, trained really mm -hmm. hard and stuff, yeah. but it was hard for me to take it ultra serious. Like, if I just buckled down and, like, didn't do anything, um, you know, not so much partying, I guess, but some of that stuff, I, I seem to do worse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, trip, uh, your bikes get stolen in Atlanta. Moto Triple X, the whole box van, everything out gets cleaned out of the back. Yeah, yeah, they they took everything. Deegan's bike, drill, um, drums of fuel, like everything but the golf clubs. Go figure. And, um, yeah, that was that was a disaster because we were barely putting it together as it was with that team. So right. To to get wiped out, um, it was tough for us. What'd you ride that night? I rode, I think it was Nick Way's practice bike, Pro Circuit, let me ride. Okay, yeah. But it was hell of a lot faster than my race bike. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, cause, I think my bike might have been stock. Yeah, maybe. Triple X might have sold your Pro Circuit cylinder for gas money somewhere along the line. <laughs> um, yeah, so we kind of mixed match borrowed stuff from people and end up uh, – still racing <laughs> and that's the night that you when you when it woke up you saw gothic going out to like a, a gothic party 
<laughs> no, he he oh. he would uh, like search out these you know strange dark clubs to hang out in yeah. and stuff, <laughs> and uh, he 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 comes out of the way. We're like, Jay, get up! Uh, you know, they stole everything, and he comes running out of the hotel room with like boxers and dark makeup on his face. <laughs> We're all like, dude, <laughs> you're like everything's gone. Wait, are you wearing makeup? <laughs> yeah, I instantly forgot the whole terrible scenario. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, Jay was Metzger's mechanic the year before. That's when I met him. He was working for Metzger. He went from Metzger to Triple X to Stiffy. Quite a career path for Gotham. Yeah. yeah. He was awesome, man. He was my favorite. He was, he we, was great. We worked together like three or four years. And uh, yeah. yeah, I love that guy. He was a great mechanic. He still is. He's out of the industry now. I don't know if you knew that, but he left Honda. And uh, he's, he's out of the industry, but... He's he's awesome. Oh, really? Yeah, um, probably um, doing some industrial music. Stuff, so <laughs> he's pro- he's producing some <laughs> records. Um, so yeah, Triple X ninety eight uh, ninety nine. You're on Suzuki, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you get Renard. I didn't have a ride right. that year. Yep, and that's the year I lived with Timmy. But first round, I dislocated my wrist at Tampa, and then I was out for quite a long time. But yeah, it was a it was a really good bike. It was Suzuki, like FNS Suzuki, with uh, Rainer, Robbie Raynard's dad doing the um, the motor and suspension. Yeah, that's the Killer year. Bike. That's the year uh, Dave Die quit, and I jumped into Red Dog's mechanic at Nolene. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I. Um, uh, that's the year that I was living there, so I'd see you quite a bit. Yeah, I, and I remember I tell people like, so we'd go out to the Dade City property. There was no house. There wasn't anything. There was a supercross track, uh, some concrete, and a pole barn, and it was eight thousand yeah. degrees in Florida. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody's got these crazy. You know, we didn't even have equipment. Timmy and I would like once in a while rent a piece of equipment. We'd be out there shoveling, and we'd rent a water machine and like all this crazy stuff. But packing the jumps in with our trucks. Yeah, he said you'd roll the whoops in with your four by four. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was. I went through them faster than I did on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though. You had a good outdoor season that year. You were hauling ass. Yeah, outdoors. I always liked outdoors. I yeah. hated supercross. I just <laughs> was never comfortable at it. I was. It was like I was a danger to myself. But outdoors, I liked because I liked to train and um, and uh, I seemed to seem to do better on the less technical tracks. Was that you and Gothic in a van that year? Yeah, me and yeah. Jay. Yeah. Yep. We were traveling around um, in like an extended van where I would like, I had a bench thing and, you know, he'd be drumming yeah. on the wheel while we're driving and then I'm <laughs> sipping beers. <laughs> um, I think you hit a, you were racing every RM Cup or RM contingency race there as there was in the country. I remember that too. Crushing well, it, crushing year, it with money. I rode the RM. I, whatever that Suzuki race was in Vegas after the season, I rode. Um, that was a pretty good race. I mean, it paid pretty well for back then. Did you did you get any sniff of any rides at the end of that year? I mean, it was plain all right, but for the two thousand. But did you, or was it Planet? Am I that getting mixed up? No. Uh, then at the end of ninety nine, I hooked up with Kenny Watson again. Yeah, Plano, and right? And he was putting the Plano Honda deal together, so. Um, I was doing pretty good at the end of the year on outdoors, and I got in with them um, for two thousand. Did you did you have anybody else looking for 
looking your way? Like, or was it was Plano what Watson kind of the best deal? Yeah, that w- that turned out to be a really good deal for me, and uh, and to be honest, I think it was probably the only deal too. But <laughs> that it turned out to be a really good team. Tenth overall in Supercross. Yeah, that's like a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a miracle. Yeah, I mean, I was I scared myself on the track, you know. Um, and then what was Watson like as a manager? What? Give me some Watson stories. <laughs> uh man. Jeez, I don't know. I mean, it, there's so many. <laughs> He's, it, hey, <laughs> let, let me let me ask you this: Is there a more unique person in the sport? Right. No, no, he was awesome. He was always like moody as shit, but then he was yeah. like, sometimes he'd come by you and he'd be like, you know, and, you know, like talk shit to you. And then next minute he's like high-fiving you. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I really liked him because he, he always like, you know, him and I got along well and uh, he always did his best to help me out. How many times did he tell you producer cut loose? <laughs> he would just say, man, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they isn't there a story where they gave coppins your bike or something for a race am i getting it mixed up i think so. i don't remember that one. okay all right coppins came over and rode unadilla and they needed a bike and i thought they took a rider's race bike or something <laughs> nobody probably would have ever wanted to ride those bikes that was the slowest bike in the world well so. I, I worked at fmf honda in 98 and they were bad and they didn't start getting better for a while yeah, the that uh, the the two thousand year our Honda was pretty good, but it, um, I mean we were running like ninety five. Yeah, ninety five cylinders. You know, yeah. Like the year McGrath won with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the, that's what we had to do back then. Uh remember ninety nine? So like Red Dog and I, like I was just trying to figure it out. And dude, he rode so good. It w- it was amazing on a on a Nolene bike. <laughs> Was, and you working on it. I know. Can you imagine? God, he crushed it that year. <laughs> I know. It was uh was it neat to see a guy kind of rebuild himself a little bit like he did? Like it was was it expected? Like did you did you think to yourself like holy shit like on, like on during the week you're like this guy's riding pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And and too, I also said, you know, he, he look he look what he's, you know, turned this year in. And mm-hmm. I assumed it was a direct result of me coming to live with him mm-hmm. <laughs> and push him to the top, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you're like, give me some of that money. Right. Because, yeah. like, you know, he lost um, he lost his Suzuki ride, and he tore his ACL in 98, and it was no lean Yamaha, no money, everything else. And then the guy ends up getting back to a factory level twice, you know? I know, I know. That's pretty amazing because he um, – I don't think in, after he left Suzuki, people probably kind of wrote him off. And Oh, for sure. He's uh, – He's he's a he's like a you know very tenacious guy. So he's he told me he told me I remember one of these years he was like, dude Curry was beating me at my track this week. Like I remember a few times he's like Curry was going faster than me. I'm like what? He's on one twenty five. Yeah, dude, he was he was he was hauling ass. I'm like oh boy. Like so there were times well, that you could beat him, right? I think some days I was closer. I don't remember really. You know maybe I did, but I was just like you know I. I was so mental that like I would um I could practice like really really well, you know. And then I get behind the gate and I just crumble, you know. <laughs> like a basket case. Would you get intimidated by some of the guys like Uh I don't know. I just get so, I was like, you know, like I couldn't control. I was so like high pumped up like 
it wasn't like I was out riding, just my relaxed riding. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. a disaster. So right. mentally, you know, I, I think uh, it was a huge part of it. Was it two years at Plano? or Yeah, two years at Plano or just one? Well, I did pretty good. Yeah. 2000 outdoors. And um, for some reason, and I don't know why, but the owner kind of decided to go separate ways with me, even though I was like killing all their guys. And I ended up going to Planet Honda for tw- 2001. Oh, okay. Which was, <laughs> that was unreal. I mean, yeah, that, that bike was definitely slower than stock. Um, yeah, it wasn't good, right? Um, so. That was one year Dean Gibson was my mechanic. And he, he, I mean, I literally, I was so sore after every weekend because I would just, I would just come up short on every jump, every triple, boom, boom. I mean, my joints were shot. And finally I got to where I can't, I can't handle this anymore. And I just, I cased this triple at Pontiac Preste. and Preste. I just I'm let pre- my bike go. Yeah. On Preste. <laughs> I just left it. I don't even think I went over there to get it afterwards. I think I just walked back and I, I walked into the truck and I told the guy, I fucking quit. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I remember the ghost ride. I remember seeing it, but I didn't know you quit that weekend. Yeah, yeah. I told him I'm done. I, I, it was it was a waste of my time. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually hooked back up with Kenny for outdoors um, that year and got back on the, the Plano Honda deal. Oh really? Oh, you got, you got back on yeah. Plano? Okay, I don't remember. I didn't remember yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the year that she came back from Europe and rode for him, I think. Right, and then got hurt or whatever, and then yeah. Um. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I didn't know you quit Plan- Planet that day. Yeah, it was it was horrible. Dean Gibson was my mechanic, and he was like, he came in and he's like, oh, we tested like something on the bike, like compression or something. He's like, this bike's actually worse than stock (laughs) like oh god and it was right when four strokes were like coming out i think yeah and dude guys that were just totally you know total booth myers they're like launching the triple and i'm like (laughs) you're like i can't believe this this is what my career has come to right yeah that guy had a four digit number and he just dropped the triple <laughs> uh fly racing racer x podcast with paul curry presented by renthal and the folks at maxis tires uh so thanks to those guys also race tech suspension you ever use race tech anywhere curry anytime uh i hope you hope, no. i hope you did it was hopefully it was yeah good. i did it was the best stuff ever <laughs> thanks thanks buddy uh racetech.com <laughs> pulp 20 is the code to save with race tech uh please check them out on the line and uh yeah they're a big part of uh everything that the uh, chaparral honda guys are doing so um what's your first memory of jt what year do you meet jt yeah jeez um I think the first he started coming down to Timmy's when I lived with him, so it would probably been 99. He started coming down um, and riding some with us. I think he lived in Gainesville or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, what? Um, he was on a Yamaha team then that year, maybe? I don't. I think he might have just been a privateer, him and his dad in a van or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Uh, remember, remember Fraggle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Darren, Ma- Darren Hatton. Yeah, Hatton. My first memory of JT, I don't know. I, I, when I think of JT, I'm always like, I, I felt like I could, I could annihilate this guy on a bike. 
but for some reason he just kept going and going and going you know yeah he yeah made like, like a yeah. career out of it kind of <laughs> that's that was normally yeah he would get if you if you uh if you counted up the number of passes JT made in the last five laps of a national or a supercross it's phenomenal yeah. it's phenomenal <laughs> just no no one touches it he'll He'll just go the same speed all race. He'll meet you at the finish. Like, you can go, go on, take off, but he'll meet you at the end and get you. Yeah, he he, he definitely, I mean, he definitely lived up to his full potential, right, racing. Uh, is it true that you did a moto at Red Dogs with no jersey on and said, if I got to be out here for 40 minutes, at least I can get a suntan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we were pretty, uh, it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot and i was you know pretty i was pretty out there when i raced so yeah that that's definitely true is it true that when you didn't qualify at glen helen one year you you bicycled to the corner store to get some beer that is true as well <laughs> <laughs> because, oh, it was it, there was too much traffic to drive <laughs> and then you came back to we the track were, yeah yeah we had a backpack and and you know, put a big, big ass twenty four pack in it and rode bikes back. <laughs> that was actually a really good day, even though I wasn't even racing. <laughs> it was a great was day. A great day. Yeah. <laughs> um, is it true that you told your mechanic in in Bercy one time, if I'm in a qualifying spot in the main, tell me so I can drop down and get past? I already got paid. I don't want to do any more laps. <laughs> <laughs> I also said we're going to be watching this thing from the cheap seat. <laughs> Well, I, I told the guy before I even went over there, so he shouldn't have been pissed at me. He wanted to pay me like five grand to go over there. I'm like, dude, I just had thumb surgery. I don't even have a bike ride for next year, so uh-huh. I, I'm not riding or nothing. So I go over there, and of course, my friend, I took a friend with me that wasn't really a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And he's somewhat, but, and we pretty much, I mean, I just went out the whole time I was there and killed the mini bar. And, uh, <laughs> we were uh we got jt actually called me he's like dude you gotta get up i'm like for what he's like practice starts in like five minutes and i'm like oh my god and we stroll over there and i yeah that's when i told my mechanic like dude there's no way i'm racing this main event so (laughs) So tell me where i'm at and so thumb thumbs up means i'm not qualified (laughs) (laughs) you drank i was there that weekend you got in a fight with michelle monty who had a ponytail and, yeah, and you called for some him a- reason I didn't really like the European people that well, <laughs> and especially a guy with like huge long hair. And for some reason, I told my my mechanic friend buddy, I was like, dude, I'm gonna take this guy out on the track every time I go out there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and finally, the guy was like so fed up of me, yeah. he had to kill me. Yeah, you called him a hippie. He's got a <laughs> ponytail. You called him an effing hippie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he understood what I was saying, but. <laughs> uh you crush yeah you crush the mini bar and then i think someone else's mini bar you cleaned out also like <laughs> no uh, no uh well that's quite possible but um i remember we were downstairs and some people were hanging out down there and i'm pretty sure we 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 heard villaman's room number when he he ordered something to it yeah yeah and i was and then i just started ordering all the drinks to his room you <laughs> <laughs> can afford it it's no problem yeah he's rich right uh yeah another time i heard another thing i heard was that you uh you told somebody when 
you didn't get the pro circuit ride that Casey went to Casey Johnson that you said your career is over. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I didn't really think there was much of a career, so right, I don't right. know if I would have said that. But right. yeah, I mean, it, it, that was probably a super long shot. Um. So you last year you rode for Star Yamaha. We talked about you rode a, you rode a Yamaha, right? Four stroke. Correct. Um, you came in. You said the bike sucks. This team sucks. I quit. And they said, yeah, yeah, okay. The next weekend, Bobby Reagan called you the owner and said, hey, did you miss your flight? And you said, no, I told you I quit. Was that, <laughs> is that true? No, uh, it kind of went like that. But really what happened was, dude, I, I, it was a mutter at Daytona, and I was already pissed off because I wasn't doing good. And I, I'm pretty sure I either got, like, the whole shot or something in the main, you know, good start. And that freaking four stroke stalled on me. And mm -hmm. I, I spent like a lap kicking on the thing. And I just came in. I was like, dude, I'm so done with this sport. So I just, I don't even think I told them anything. I, I just, uh, <laughs> I just loaded up my truck and got a, like a 12 pack and drove home back to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> and then I almost think that I didn't even answer my phone ever again after that. I was just like, whatever. <laughs> Did you not have some forks from them or something? I remember. For like a year and yeah. a half, someone said yeah, he's got the forks for Star. They need, they want them I back. I think they said I had a bike, but uh, Yamaha actually gave me bikes direct that year, like yeah, through yeah. their shop or something. But uh -huh. before the season, because I wanted to ride a four-stroke, I bought one, and I think they thought it was theirs or something. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So yeah. Now I remember, like shortly after you quit, someone's like, "Curry still got some forks," and, he, and I said, "Hey," and you're like, "No, I don't have anything. Tell those guys to screw off." <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to steal something in this world, a set of forks for a dirt bike, I mean, yeah. that doesn't even make sense. Right, right. Um, what was the funnest race you had overseas? Was there? We talked about that Bercy one, but was there another one? Um, I didn't do a ton of them, but actually one that I had an amazing time at, me, Ronnie Tishner, Bear Dog, and Ronnie's wife went to a race in Costa Rica. Oh, yeah. And that was, that was amazing. We... Um, we were like waiting in um, Orlando. It was like, you know, flight delayed, something like that. Yeah. And we were all going there just to like, this is like a vacation for us. You know, we yeah. weren't really interested in racing. So we we literally went to like the Delta Crown room and just started drinking and then get on the plane. And they had these like Costa Rican beer that was really good. And the, finally, the lady on the plane is like, you guys drank all the beers. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And we get to the airport down there, and the guy picks us up, and we were just all of us were just lit. That uh, we we had a killer time though. That was an awesome trip. Did you end up racing? You end up racing. Yeah, yeah, I did, but <laughs> it wasn't good. It was like a the bike was horrible, and so was I. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the best race you ever had? What was the one that stands out? You got fifth overall at Redbud one year. A lot of top tens. Is there? A race that stood out for you in your in your career? Um, well, uh, towards the end of '99 and then 2000, I had I felt really good outdoors. Um, I would say probably there was like a string of them where it was like started with like a tenth at Southwick, and then I got sixth at Bud's Creek, and then I got fifth at Red Bud, and then I actually ran like probably 25 minutes i ran second at unadilla mm -hmm. and then second moto ended up fourth second moto i tore a ligament off my thumb so oh i remember that but yeah that was that I was did. uh yeah that's right that was probably you know the 
the one time that I felt like I didn't feel like I was trying, but it was doing well, you know, like, and yeah, kind of felt, it felt almost too easy. Like, I'm like, where's everybody coming to pass me? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why, what's wrong? Why, why am I so good? Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but that was, that was a short run. So, yeah. I remember people thought your bike was a big bore that year. I remember that. Which one? The, the Suzuki? The, the Suzuki, yeah. No. It, yeah. It actually, I don't know what was inside the motor, to be honest with you, but I do know that Raynard's dad like, had probably the primal impulse stuff back then, and I think he might have just replicated the exact Suzuki factory bike from when his son yeah. tried for Suzuki. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying it was. I just remember people like not us, but around you were saying, "Not things a big bore," you know, because you're a privateer <laughs> doing well, right? That's how it works. So yeah, um, yeah, it was an awesome bike. Yeah, yeah, I was actually those, yeah those results at fifth and all that. That was on a, that was at that was at uh, Plano. Plano. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you have to go back to Texas and all that? Did I go back for Plano? Yeah, like did you have to go back? Did you ride out of there or anything or no? I don't remember. No, no. no. I went there like the year that I did the RM Cup where Pastrana and I raced real close. Yep. Um, I went to like a Texas money race on the way back from from Vegas. Oh, okay. But that yeah, was yeah. really the only time I went there. I didn't know if you had to like, because Plano was based out of Texas, obviously, and all that. And I didn't know if that that how it worked out or whatever. Um, who, who was your closest racing friend? Would you say Red Dog? Probably Tishner. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, Timmy, we lived together, and, you know, we got along good. Um, he was probably the closest I was to. I mean, we rode together all week and stuff, lived with him some, and then, yep. um, uh, that was probably the closest riding to him. Um, yeah, we always uh, we always laugh. Like, you know, obviously I see JT every weekend still. He's still there, and Truman. Yeah, what's he doing? Um, he's working at WPS. He you know? Yeah, fly yeah. racing. Yeah, if you ever want some fly racing stuff, you hit him up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you get right on that, right? Um, yeah. And then Truman also. So uh, yeah, we still I still see all the guys, you know. So yeah, Dan Dan Truman lives um, pretty close to me here. I see him quite a bit. So um, yeah, uh, he's just working for Chad. He's probably going to drop dead, have a heart attack here. The hours that he works <laughs> and the life that he leads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm always like Dan. Like, he actually looks yeah. halfway dead right now. <laughs> I'm always like Dan. What are you doing, man? Take like, a get, break, take, dude. Get some sleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he he works hard, man. Yeah, no, absolutely, right. Like, it's just it's funny that way. Um, all right. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? I got. What other stories do I got? Oh, um, Timmy had a brand new track. And uh, couldn't ride it because his bike wasn't working. Not me as his mechanic, of course. That would never happen. Um, but uh, so you and JT rode, and then he was got he got super mad at you guys for not for just making these deep ruts in it on a brand new track. And and then you yeah. came back that night and filled in the ruts with your headlights as the only light. Yeah, yeah. I did kind of feel bad about it because you know he didn't get to ride it, and we didn't really like clean it up afterwards. And he spent all this money on it and stuff. So. I went back. JT didn't show, but I went out there and cleaned it up some and stuff. But I usually, I always, you know, for the most part, helped out around there quite as much as I could. You know that that's that's the that's the weekend. That's the reason JT got banned from Red Dog's place for a while. I know. I he, know. He had to go to Germany or something, and and yeah, that was it. 
Yeah, I will. Yeah, I mean, he would just come down there and then bolt back home. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then Red Dog said at one point he looked out there and there was headlights and there was you with a shovel filling in the ruts, <laughs> just trying to make him happy. Number one friend. <laughs> he did say, though, I talked to him today and, like, he said, man, you worked really hard, like, training-wise. It's it's funny how you can hear in your attitude that you didn't take a lot of things seriously and maybe, you know, you could have done more with your career or whatever, but it whether it was uh, uh, Dan or, or Red Dog, they are like, dude, that guy trained really hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually liked that part of it, like the training part of it, mm-hmm. so I kind of enjoyed it. And I think I knew I wasn't, like, amazing on the bike, so I had to be in, like, killer shape you know right right was there uh for things you have any regrets anything like do you wish you would have been more serious uh no no, no. okay I, no <laughs> no i i mean i from like i mean when i first got a bike in 89 to like you know like six years later i was the pro rookie of the year and doing pretty good at nationals i think i i think i did pretty well considering i didn't ride a long time you know yeah, i've never even ridden right. a dirt bike before then so um yeah you I weren't some yeah you weren't something like a little kid at three years old or whatever right like you were yeah 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 and uh, i don't really i mean to be honest with you i don't look back at the racing that much at all I and mean, i like to watch it sometimes and stuff but i don't you know yeah no it doesn't seem like it like you say you don't got helmets on the wall or anything <laughs> you just mine are always cracked in half <laughs> oh man um what else what else am i missing from your from your story what else what's an epic story you have any anything that we didn't touch on uh i'm trying to think who was your biggest rival uh anybody that was on the track (laughs) (laughs) no i i didn't really like have a guy that i was like you know battled you know yeah consistently with but um, probably my, my biggest rival was myself. <laughs> I was I was either crashing or you know yeah something would happen. What was uh, what was Swink like to hang out with? Obviously he's passed away now. Um, but I knew Brian yeah, a little bit. No. Yeah, it's a bummer. I, I knew Brian a little bit, and then we kept in touch after his racing, and, and then things went south a little bit. But uh, I remember hanging out with him uh, with Birdwell when I worked for Birdwell. Uh, that that 97 season and we went to his place and he was that place in the with all the trees it kind of went in and out of the trees somewhere um and he would just do these ridiculous jumps and he would to like lower like hang his head down to not hit a tree branch (laughs) and stuff like he was what was he like he i i really liked him and he he was like super talented but I think like after he like went to the two fifties and got on Suzuki mm-hmm. and didn't really do that. I think that kind of, you know, and then getting dropped by Suzuki, he, I think it really took him down, but he, he was, uh, he was a different kind of guy. I mean, yeah, was, he was right. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people have yeah. some funny stories about him, but he, um, he was always super cool, you know, letting people come to ride his track and, you know, yep. he wasn't like a, and even like i said like that last jet was his last year 97 he dude was the dude could still ride his bike he was still good you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we he when uh when i was riding for triple x then i mean we went out after i mean he got like fifth in uh houston and we had to literally like help him on the plane the next day I mean, it was just <laughs> we were he just he was just super naturally talented talented you know yeah yeah. I just think he needed a little more of a 
right. opportunity. Uh, what is your funniest road trip story? What do you What do you have? Oh my God, there's so many. Uh, oh man, let me think. I have to think about that for a second. There's so many. I know. You know right? A lot of the times we're like, you know, we're really fun. We're hanging back when like when like Moto Triple X wanted to film, so we would stay back like in the Northeast or something, and and just you know do dumb stuff all week that filming at uh ryan duff's place was that oh was yeah awesome. that, it was a miner or something or coal miner what was what was Duff? Yeah, yeah they had they had like huge strip mines they own like the whole county it's like hazard kentucky yeah and <laughs> these guys you had never thought they had any money but when you got there it was like unreal so yeah did a lot of cool stuff there remember he used to practice in an open face helmet didn't he yeah. <laughs> I think he did. That was a mining helmet. Didn't so, somebody told me they went there and it might have been you. They went there and there was a pond and they wanted to see how deep it was, so basically they just ordered some help helpers to go jump in the pond. <laughs> yeah. How deep These it guys is? Literally like owned the county. I mean, right. we were there he his he went and bought a used car to jump off that cliff. I mean, they were just they were on like next level type money, you know, <laughs> and you, but you would never know it. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Right. Um, yeah. Duff. I remember that. I wonder whatever happened to him. I never hear about him. I never see him at races or he, anything. He got into, this is how, what kind of money he, those guys have. He got into like the camping world series, like quite a lot. Oh, really? Racing. Yeah. He got yeah, like yeah. really into, yep. you know, um, but he's probably just, you know, Spending money, family business stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just counting spend, it or spending, <laughs> burning it to stay warm, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, coal's um, expensive. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, anything else? You said it would be a short one, and it kind of is. <laughs> uh, shoot, I don't know. I can't really think of anything else. But, um, all right. Yeah. Well, listen. How long uh, do these normally go for? Well, you know, I mean, there's the guys who've done a lot in their careers, so it goes for a long time if you've got a lot of <laughs> yeah, years of racing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, this this was actually longer than I thought when we when you said you wanted to talk about my riding career. <laughs> uh, the best part is, like, between Truman and JT and, and Red Dog and a little bit of myself and Watson, there's a lot of Paul Curry stories out there. A lot of Paul Curry <laughs> yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah, the, it was it was a good time. I, I enjoyed yeah. the the racing and the uh, all the guys. Yeah, absolutely. No, listen, uh, top tening in the Supercross and Nationals is is no no slouch. So I think you should be proud of what you did and and, and just maybe watch old tapes of yourself every night and just no, I'm yeah. kidding. I don't have a VHS. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> That's all they had back then. Uh, well, thanks, man. Thanks for doing this, Paul. I appreciate it. On the uh, Thank you, Fly Steve. Racing Racer X podcast presented by Renthal and Maxis, it's been fun to go down memory lane with you. Maybe we should call Watson and, and get you two going. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes I, I don't remember the stories that I was involved in. <laughs> so <Yeah>. maybe. <laughs> or, or, there's, or there's police records that you can't talk about. It. Either one. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. So, no, uh, luckily, I said it went. What about are you healthy? Like any any lingering stuff for alarm business that affects that affects you in the alarm business that you did at racing? No, you know what? One of the best things from racing is I've gotten in with contractors and you know like home builders and stuff, and it a lot of it actually 
somebody knew me from riding oh, and really? that was like my end. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it works out good. It, it actually helps out. Yeah, yeah, it has in a few scenarios. So that's huh. been a big pump. Oh, nice. Nice. Good to hear. Uh, well, thanks, Paul. I really appreciate the time. I hope you're doing well. Um, I'm sure I'll see you at a race. Have you, when's the last race you went to? I think I saw you Daytona last year. Uh, no, I went to Tampa last Tampa. year. Okay, or the year before. No, not last year, the year before. Yeah. And then did you go to this year or no? No, I didn't go this year. <laughs> it's like 40 minutes from my house. Yeah, that's too far. That's too far. Um, well, hey, man, thanks for the time. I, I appreciate it, man. And uh, and as always, keep in touch. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Steve. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbic is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pit and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey.